Okay. Last week we looked at uh, Noah in the midst of the storm. Today we're looking at Daniel in a different storm. And the question we're asking today is how to tame a lion. And that's a, a good question because I think we all have to deal with that kind of situation from time to time in our lives. It might not be the furry variety, probably not, but we are all often uh, surrounded by, you know, what would seem like lions uh, of various kinds who are out to get us. So what do we do in that kind of situation? And as I've been uh, praying about that this week, the thing that struck me about the story was how faithful God is and how steadfast our God is and how much he is there for us at the darkest and most difficult times. And if you look at the start of the story, it begins with a decree for people not to pray to any other God than King Darius for 30 days. And of course, uh, Daniel couldn't obey that decree. And so he was in a difficult situation. But by the time you get to the end of Daniel chapter 6, not only has that decree been torn up to shreds, but King Darius issues a new decree that uh, people must treat the God of Daniel with awe and trembling. And then he issues a statement of faith in the living God. What a transformation. What a witness Daniel was in that situation, in that difficult situation where he was under pressure to shut his mouth and uh, close his window uh, and pray in secret. He did the opposite. And as a result, he was a faithful witness to the living God. And as a result, King Darius came to honor God uh, and acknowledge him and issue this marvelous statement of faith. So I want to use the statement of faith just for the next few minutes, just to help us think about how Daniel trusted God and how we can learn from that. So first part of that statement of faith, King Darius says these words, not Daniel, King Darius. He is the living God and steadfast forever. What do we learn from that? Well, simply this, as I was thinking about it this morning, remember to worship the living God. We need to remember to worship the living God. You know, there's a lot of gods out there. We're surrounded by all sorts of shiny, attractive gods that our culture and our society invites us to come and make idols of. What Daniel did was withdraw from all of that and turn his back on that, and he knew that it was in his best interest to learn to worship the living God. And so he went straight home, opened his window. He didn't go in a secret place or a, a quiet room where nobody could see him. He opened his window where he knew his contemporaries, his enemies would see him, and he prayed to the living God. And I just wondered, you know, what was he reading in terms of scripture as he did that? Maybe, just maybe, it was Psalm 57, which David wrote when he was hiding in a cave from King Saul, who was also trying to kill David. Listen to what Psalm 57 says. 
Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. I will cry out to God most high, to God who performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. He reproaches the one who would swallow me up. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They've prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me. Into the midst of it, they themselves have fallen. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. Awake, my glory. Awake, lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations, for your mercy reaches unto the heavens and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. And that is what Daniel did. He worshipped the living God. And as a result of that, he was able to be steadfast in the situation he found himself in. God didn't remove him from the situation. God came and was with him in the situation. Darius goes on to say, his kingdom is the one which will not be destroyed and his dominion shall endure to the end. So what do we need to remember there? Well, simply this, remember whose kingdom is eternal. That's what it says there. It's indestructible. God's kingdom is absolutely indestructible. And, and we know that for a fact, uh, because these words were written thousands of years ago. And who's heard of King Darius now? I mean, if you were to walk out the street, go down the high street and ask 100 people who King Darius was, you know, you'd be lucky to get one, uh, maybe two. They might remember Darius from Pop Idol or X Factor, you know, the, the funny guy with the fake tan and the white teeth, but not King Darius from the Bible. And that's because he's not alive anymore. When uh, Daniel's enemies went to the king with their evil plan, what they said to Darius is really telling, I think. They said to Darius, King Darius, live forever. You know, it's like that, long live the king, long live the queen kind of thing. And, and Daniel says it later on as well. But the truth is, King Darius didn't live forever. His kingdom's gone and largely forgotten about. And I think that's very helpful for us today. As, as we live in our world situation and there's all these empires rising up and some empires getting disintegrated and it makes us worried and we're not sure what to think. We are not sure what the right decisions are for our country. Uh, what do we do in those situations? Well, we remember it's the Lord's kingdom 
that's eternal. And he can be trusted to be with us in our situation today, just like he was with Daniel all those thousands of years ago in exile in a kingdom that wasn't his own, but still he remembered who was God, whose kingdom was going to prevail, and he opened his windows toward Jerusalem, toward God's home, and he said his prayers. That's all we need to do here in our situation. All we need to do is open the window and say our prayers in public so that people can see that we worship the living God and no one else. Darius goes on to say, he delivers and rescues and works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. What a statement. Darius had seen that with his own eyes, and Daniel had proved it with his own life. You know, Daniel chapter 6 is halfway through the story There's another five chapters before that in which Daniel, with his friends, becomes an exile in Babylon, and he serves under Nebuchadnezzar, then he serves under Belshazzar, then he serves under Darius, and then he would serve under Cyrus, king of Persia as well. All these kings coming and going, and a faithful God with Daniel throughout all of it, and amazing signs and wonders and miracles and a life-saving actions by God intervening in the lives of people who are up against it. You know, Daniel was about to be thrown to a bunch of lions, and normally they would tear the person to pieces, and often that is what has happened for Christians down the years, followers of God. We don't always get saved, but here Daniel was saved. He was delivered, rescued, and God demonstrated just how powerful he was. And when Darius realized that he couldn't save Daniel, he'd written this law and it was irrevocable. He said to Daniel, surely your God will save you. He will deliver you. And then he was thrown into the lion's den. And that was true. God did deliver Daniel and he shut the mouths of the lions because as Daniel says, God searched me and found me innocent in his sight. And so what does that tell us? It simply tells us this. Remember that God can do what we can't do. Daniel couldn't shut the mouth of lions. Darius couldn't shut the mouth of lions. But God can. So whatever your situation is today, when you go out from here, and perhaps you're surrounded in a different sphere of life, Maybe it's in your workplace. Maybe it's in your family or your neighborhood or any situation you might find yourself in where you're just surrounded and you don't know what to do. Remember that God can do what you can't do. You might not be able to save yourself, but what I would recommend you do is that you get on your knees and ask God to save you and help you in that situation. And what you'll find is that God's a faithful God. And he's a God who can rescue, who can work signs and wonders in heaven and earth. Anything that we face here on earth really is nothing to God. So let's trust him in the situations we find ourselves in. And God will prove himself to be faithful to us. Finally, Darius says this. 
He delivers and rescues and works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. Who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? What does that teach us today? Well, simply this. Remember that God honors those who honor him. It's words that we find elsewhere in the Bible. In fact, if you read the story of the Bible from start to finish, you will find that these words are true. And if you live your life of faith from start to finish, following the Lord and trusting him and honoring God in all that you do, doing your very best, trusting God's spirit to give you the strength and energy to do the right thing and to live the Jesus way, you too will find that God honors those who honor him. And uh, the last verse of Daniel chapter 6 says this. So this Daniel prospered. And uh, I think that's just a wonderful ending to the story. All the things that Daniel went through throughout his life in a foreign land, in a place he didn't want to be, but a place he lived his life in, a place that he loved and served and only did his best for, God watched over him, and this Daniel prospered. And I'm sure if we had time, I could ask for testimonies right now of folk to come up and say how God has honored you for honoring him. It's certainly been my experience in my life, in my working life, in banking and in leading churches, that God just watches over you day by day when you honor him. You don't always get things right. We make mistakes all the time. But if our motives and our heart is right, God will honor those who honor him. You know, all these laws were being written, the laws of the Medes and the Persians, which apparently were irrevocable. But there's a law of God that's higher than any law that we'll find in this earth and any law that we'll ever be under here in this country. And it's simply how Jesus summed up the Ten Commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. If we do that like Daniel did, then God will honor us, and he'll watch over us, and he'll bless us. And he won't just bless us, he'll bless the people around us. If you find yourself in a difficult situation this week, get your Bible out and your phone, go to Daniel chapter 6, end of the chapter, and that's right there. Pray that prayer as a statement of faith in the situation you find yourself in. Amen. Amen.